Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're not talking about anything Marvel. Oh no, we're going to give our uh, opinions on the Batman. So stick around if you'd like to travel through the multiverse with us. All that right at the side we have no control over. I am vengeance. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Ashley Coffin. I half expected, I am vengeance. I should have. Just emphatically, like just over and over. That's all you say. This podcast is I am vengeance. I am vengeance. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So it's just, you know, it's just such a big movie. We had to get on here and talk about it a little bit, um, even though it is not in our chosen universe of choice. But uh, Mm. what do you, what do you think? What's your first take on the Batman? I mean, I, I liked it. I liked it, you know. Uh, there's a couple things I'm going to talk about while we're talking about this, which might make it sound like I didn't like the movie, but I uh, overall, <laughs> I did like the movie. I thought it was good. Um, uh, there's like, the movie was too long. It was just too long. That's what I'm like. I thought it was True. great. I thought the directing was great. The performances were amazing, but the movie kind of felt like homework in the movie theater. And I am a little biased. I saw it do uh, for 4DX, which Ken and I decided, we agreed, we will never, ever do that to ourselves again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot I liked. How about you? What do you think? I, I think I'm in a similar, at least quality boat with you. Like, I really liked it. It's a good Batman movie. I have like... I think that they really pushed that this one was going to be like a total departure from previous Batman movies. Like they really pushed how dark and gritty it was going to be. And it was those things, but it's like, it was still just kind of a Batman movie. You know what I mean? Like it felt, it didn't feel so far from the norm. Honestly, it felt pretty much like a Batman movie, which I like. I like a Batman movie. So I ain't mad at it. I, I love a Batman movie. Um, but I, I think I was a little disappointed that it wasn't more different, especially as someone who's played nothing that they did in this movie is any darker or grittier or even more interesting than the stuff they've done in the games over the last few years. Um, the, the Arkham series of games, I think this movie mm. very deliberately borrowed from the Arkham series of games. Like, I think it is like really, really, um, evocative of that there's a lot of scenes that like the the visuals the way that gotham looks the sort of like realistic but just a little uh little dirty disheveled you know gotham was my favorite character in the entire movie (laughs) gotham's really great in it yeah it felt dark and seedy and scary but it also Mm -hmm. reminded me of the things that i love about living in a metro you know a metropolitan city i love the club that it showed like it just yeah i don't know there was things about what they did with Gotham in this that I absolutely loved. I mean, it was a neo-noir Batman film and that's what I absolutely loved about it. I mean, they just had Nightmare Alley come out this year, which was also up for an Oscar, which is a noir. And I've been so happy to see more of these uh, like put onto the screen. And I definitely love that they were leaning into him being a detective and like, you know, the modern day Sherlock Holmes. And I love that they brought that forward. So there were things I love that it felt more based in a, in the real world, real world with air quotes, right? Like, you know, with the city mate, like how it looked, it, it it, it felt realistic. The being based in the real world was one of my favorite parts of it, especially for the first half, because um, and I, the thing that they did that I've never seen in another Batman movie that I really loved 
is that there didn't seem to be a dividing line between the real world and sort of the superhero world. It mm-hmm. always feels like partially because Bruce is never in the movie. He's Batman through the entire movie. Yeah. He never puts on the mask of Bruce Wayne, He's, which I, I think we will so get. Emo. He literally, He's he was so emo. So emo he literally yep. was like, you're not my dad. <laughs> he really said, you're not my dad. That is so funny. Thank you, Ashley. Oh, man. <laughs> so you're not funny. my dad. <laughs> you're not my dad. <laughs> you got a lot to say when we get there. <laughs> uh, so, so, okay, I guess full spoiler alert, we can get into it, whatever. But one of my favorite things was the fact that there's no dividing line. So the Batman stuff just happens in the real world. It kind right. of a lot. A lot of older other Batman movies feel like, "Hey, I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm at a party." Da 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 da. And then like now it's Batman stuff. The rules are different. The you can do all kinds of crazy flips and all the everything feels just so elevated and superhero and CGI or whatever the equivalent is of the day. And this just felt like Batman walking into a crime scene was funny to me in like a way that I loved because like, it felt like this is what it would be like for a guy in a bat suit to walk into the room with a bunch of cops. Like they're like kind of making fun of him. And they're like, who is this guy? This is insane. Like there's a level (laughs) of that, that like I've never seen another Batman movie do where it's like, this guy's in a bat suit, right? Like this isn't okay. Commissioner Gordon seems crazy. Like I I'm like, (laughs) If I were on the force, I would also think Commissioner Gordon looks insane to be bringing this guy into the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, it was. And that's where when we when we get a little farther, I'll talk about what my complaints about the villains were, because you have everybody else looking pretty much normal. And then you have Batman in his Batman costume. And it, it right. just that is, I feel like that's exactly what you said was more articulately saying that. And I thought it was interesting that he got like his ass kicked the entire movie. Like he did a good job, but like the combat was great. It wasn't like the born identity Nolan Batman's or that we've got, like, it's not just impact shots. Like the cameras pan out. We see these wide, beautiful shots of um, him grappling and flipping and punching people, but not like, you know, destroying people the way he kind of does in these, you know, these ones. And he's taking a lot of hits. So it's not like, oh, I went to this Asian, you know, dark shadows camp and now I'm untouchable. Like this Batman was very touchable. And the more realistic Mm -hmm. they did it, the more I thought it came across really well. I totally agree. There's something really, really cool about the way they, they shoot the fight sequences. It's not edited as strangely or like as haphazardly as some of those like born identity type things, but it is still, it leaves a lot to the imagination. Um, Mm -hmm. I love those scenes when he's in a lot of darkness and there's the only thing lighting it, that one scene where there's only thing lighting it is the muzzle flares of the guns. That is beautiful. Yeah. The movie was shot. It was directed beautifully. And like there was something, everybody has been talking about how this has been a darker movie, but I thought the end of it had a lot of light. Like, um, like this is someone who's going to involve from I am Batman, I am vengeance to I am hope and I'm here with the torch and I'm walking the mayor and the city towards the future, which I thought was really great. Um, Are they making more of these? Is this supposed to be more than one? They're making almost too much of this. And I I'm excited about it. I really am. They already have like three or four series in the works. But the movie uh, specifically, like, right, right, right. But. 
I have no doubt that if they, as long as it's successful enough, especially if they're making all these movie, all these TV shows spinoffs, they're absolutely Mm going to do another Batman movie. Like there's no, no doubt in my mind. Okay. Okay. I I don't think anything's been announced yet, but like they're definitely putting some chips on this one, which like I'm excited about. I'd love to see more of this. And I like the hopeful ending. I generally like a hopeful ending, but in this case, I think you, you mentioned it being too long. Here's my take on this movie. Really? I think it should have ended at Falcone's death. That felt like the end of the movie. It should have ended with Falcone's death. And then the Riddler telling him like, I did this cause I was working with you. Like you, you had this idea and now we're doing this together. Like we're here to destroy, you know, destroy the city together. The whole ending with like, there is no reason that that character wanted to kill everyone in the city. Like that made no sense to me. The whole like, let's kill everyone thing was such a leap at the end. That character wanted to bring down the corruption of Gotham. I thought for the whole movie, I thought we were going to get a movie about, I thought we were going to get Black Panther. And what I mean by that is I thought that uh, we were going to get the end of the movie and we were going to find out that Paul Dano's Riddler was right. He just, his methods yeah. were wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's this what I was- wanted out of this movie. It got too much to be like the Joker from Nolan, where -hmm, you're leaving it to the city to do the thing. We already saw that. And then they even had the same scene with Batman in the the jail with the Riddler having pretty much the same scene, but just not as good as the one in the Dark Knight. And I was like, why would you even do this? Why would you even take this thing? And I mean, I really like Paul Dano. And the Riddler reminded me of like a true crime documentary serial killer. Like he was scary. But, you know, if if this is supposed to be the origins of these villains, like Catwoman, Penguin, and the Riddler, like I I can be a little bit more accepting to that if these are their like villain origins. Because I'm sorry, but like you're not a Penguin, you weren't a Catwoman. Like Selena Kyle was there for me. I saw she was an amazing Selena Kyle. She, uh, Zoe Kravitz acted it amazingly, but I didn't get a Catwoman out of that because like every time she started to fight or do her thing, I'm like, yes, girl. But then she would stop and I'm like, I just felt like I wanted more of that. And you know um, what they did with the penguin? Like he's supposed to be an arist- aristocrat. Like you took away his his umbrella, like the pomp and circumstance about him. Like if you're going to have mm. Batman in a Batman suit, you need her to look like a Catwoman, which sure she had her cute little cutout you know thing but it just wasn't enough for me and he needs to look like a penguin and he didn't look like a penguin he looked like <laughs> a penguin if tony, if he was tony soprano yeah well I, I guess i guess i don't have as um i don't i'm not a stickler for those particular things as much i'm fine if this is sort of a proto penguin and a proto catwoman and i'm fine if even instead of being a penguin he's just you know, a scarred up dude that like has some, has some problems. Cause really the heart of the penguin story is yes, he's supposed to be an aristocrat. Um, but he's also supposed to be like kind of an ugly person who sort of like uses his power to like achieve this like criminal status. Yeah. Um, but that's one of the spinoffs by the way, is that Colin Farrell is going to be in a penguin show, which right. I, I, you know, maybe which we'll get all of origins, that. I think I, I get, I don't even know. Yeah. But I like, I needed more from, right. The villains like it was good, um, but then we just it, it was just it was like very lo- the long it mm-hmm. just there were scenes that were just so long 
<laughs> like there's a scene where Batman listens to a voicemail on speakerphone for three minutes. Like, and then everybody who's in the scene, they're all just staring at each other. Um, like stuff I, like that. I, I didn't mind that scene. There's not <laughs> really anything in particular. I think I, I just would have chopped the movie off after Falcone's death. Like yeah. him finding him in the, in the cafe and then their really intense conversation in the prison. That's what this movie needed. Cause it would have ended with what, there's another thing they didn't do, and I really thought they were going there, and they may get there in the next movie if they make a sequel, but I kind of hate that, like, we set all this stuff up to do in the sequel. Yeah. Um, I hated the stuff with the Riddler, like, the fact that he was just caught like that. Like, the story was a little weird. Like, if you're going to take away yeah. the Penguin's uh, umbrella, like, why are you making it so the Riddler is, like, just going to be like, oh, bring him into the light, and that's where you're going to find me. And then, magically, Batman happens to come out of that door with the light, and it's just, wow, the guy happens to be standing right there. Wow. They did that so many times. Like, <laughs> it just didn't make a lot of sense. Um why I still don't get why the, the Riddler just gave himself up. Like it didn't make sense. There wasn't more of a plan there. I mean, if there was, I need to watch it at home again. Well, no, I just think he was done. His whole goal was to bring down Falcone and to prove all this stuff. And so his goal was finished and he literally wanted to let himself be in the arms of Batman at the end. He's like, Hey, we're friends. We did this thing together. And he's like, no, that was my favorite part with uh, mine too, mine too. Bruce Wayne, like the Riddler is just laying into Bruce Wayne and like Robert Pattinson is on the verge of tears. His whole world is just getting mentally destroyed by this villain that he despises. And suddenly the Riddler is like, we almost got him, didn't we? And Batman, like Robert Pattinson just flips and he's like, oh, he doesn't know I'm Batman. Yep. I'm still Batman. So I close. love that. Was... He's like, I was losing my mind too. You yep. almost got him, didn't we? I was like, oh, he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, he's like looking for cameras in the room. I was just like, oh my gosh, oh he knows. He's like revealing it. And Batman just quiet. It's a great scene. So, mm -hmm. so good. I think the movie should have ended there. Right there. It would have been a perfect Batman movie if it ended right there. And it would have left so much to do in the next movie. But like, they just had to have the big shootout at the end with lots of Riddlers. Like that just, that feels way too tacked on to me. It doesn't yeah. fit the theme of the movie. I was trying to get to this. The other thing that I really missed about this movie is that it sets up all this stuff. And we have talked about this on so many podcasts over the years about Batman and how much of an impact he could have if he just used his money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how he could like solve poverty in the city and like do a lot of good. Um, well, this movie was about that. It's about his father tried to do that, but the mob got in the way. And so this corruption stopped his father from actually saving the city through, mm -hmm. through actual philanthropy. Philanthropy? Thank you. I <laughs> can't say especially, but. <laughs> <laughs> I could try. I was trying. Philanthropy. Um, I was like, philanthropic? No, that's not a noun. <laughs> um, okay. Philanthropy. He's like trying to save the city through philanthropy, but then Falcone tries to use his leverage to have him have that money siphoned off to him and his father stands up to him and apparently his father dies for that. Mm -hmm. Like that's the movie is set up for you to examine the fact that the way to save the city is through like giving some of your money away, Bruce. And like the reason, <laughs> yeah. the reason the city was not saved is because no one was keeping an eye on this like Wayne Foundation fund that was supposed to be funding all these social programs. And no one was asking questions about why it wasn't happening except the Riddler. And like, 
Bruce, that was your job. I mean, like, I know you're still young and like maybe you couldn't have done it as a kid, but at some point you should have been asking what's happening to all that money that my dad set aside for the city. The city's not being saved. Like this movie was set up for that question to be asked and never has a Batman like movie asked that question. That so fundamental question of like, how much good can you do as Bruce? And like, I felt, I felt like this was set up for that. And then they just left it on the table. And I yeah. thought at the end, he was going to be like, Here, here's, here's how I would have ended this movie. They have that conversation and he realizes that like all of this stuff could have been done. And the, he, what if the Riddler, instead of saying I'm about to kill Bruce because his sins of the father, he's like Bruce Wayne. He's the one guy who could have stopped all this. He could have saved me as an orphan. Yes. He could have he could have watched over his dad's legacy and made this all better, but he didn't. So w- we got to get him down next. And what if like Batman standing there being berated that he never did the one thing he could have done to save the city. He's like mm-hmm. up there in his ivory tower with all his money. He could he could have changed it all. And like he's like feeling and but then he also what would have been amazing about the next movie is then Bruce is like trying to do the right thing with his money, but now he's started the war of the superheroes. Yeah. So you've got the Riddler it's- and the Joker out there doing supervillain shit and he has to like still be Batman because now he started a war. He can't stop. You know what I mean? Like that, that would be such a great setup, but instead they just like went for an extra hour and did things that didn't matter and kind of destroyed the character of the Riddler by having him instead of being this like orphan who wants to save the city. Like his whole thing was just killing all the corrupt people who were killing all the orphans. And then he says at the end, let's drown all the orphans. Like what the hell? That's not his character (laughs) at all. It just felt like they tacked on an extra hour to a movie that was really good. <laughs> did you did you see who, uh, I guess, I mean, they didn't credit that as being the Joker in the end scene, but did you see who right. that actor was? Oh, I didn't. Who is it? It's Druig. It's Barry Kewing. Oh, fun. Yeah. It's fun. That's I could see him as a good Joker. I could um, see that. Uh, going back to like the detective stuff, I thought that that again was cool. But my favorite part was how many times he said stool pigeon. He was like, <laughs> he was like, there's a lot of times he was like, uh, a mouse with wings, stool pigeons. And then he, he said stool pigeon like five times. He does say it a lot. He says it every time to justify his answer. He's like, yeah. you know, like stool pigeon. It's as <laughs> if he's trying to convince them like it's stool pigeon, right? I'm not wrong. The riddle. I'm right. Right. It's In the pigeon. middle of it. He's like, wait a minute. A penguin also has wings. And then it's like, dun, dun, dun. And he's like, wait a minute. Falcons have wings too. Like, bats have wings. He says it so many times. I'm like, world's greatest detective style is just guessing riddles and being pretty good at it. Because like when you hear (laughs) a mouse with wings, you immediately think bat, not Batman. (laughs) Absolutely. He's like, it's a stool pigeon. (laughs) Well, you just said it. I was going to try to push back earlier. You said he's, you liked all the detective stuff. I would have liked the detective stuff if there had been any. Uh, like I like, I like that he solves riddles. They tried. He just solves riddles. Like it's not that he's a detective in this movie. It's yeah. he's really not. Like Commissioner Gordon is, and there's yeah. like he does like follow some leads. Like he follows the lead of the girl who's at the club and goes like and meets Catwoman and all that stuff. Yeah. But there, he's not really like solving the no. case. He's just solving riddles that are given to him as riddles. Like he knows those riddles are there to be solved. 
Those clues were like the riddles were ridiculous. Like there's absolutely no way anyone is smart enough to get these clues. Or like when he had to pull up the carpet and he's like, oh, well, here's the carpet remover. Dun, dun. Oh, I'm going to need it. I guess it's to pull up the carpet. I'm just like, just stop it. Just stop it right now. <laughs> As an escape room fan. Did you love that? I enjoyed. I enjoyed the riddles. I'm bad at them. <laughs> as soon as the guy said it was a carpet thing, I was like, oh, go pull up the carpet. Pull up the carpet, Batman. Um, <laughs> and it was just, it was, I appreciate camp. And it was campy sometimes because like Batman would just show up out of nowhere and be like, hi. <laughs> yeah. Like, I loved like it. he was like, dark, well, like Batman, are you being like dark side edge lord or a symbol of hope? I'm really not sure right now. But what I loved is he's both of those things, but he's also just a guy in a bat suit walking yeah. around in boots. Like it's so okay. funny to me. So funny to me. And I love that. And like, I think it was supposed to be. I think, I don't think it's like just a joke that he's Batman. Like, I think it's very funny. And I think the movie knows it's very funny that Batman walks in awkwardly and stands among regular people. Like, yeah. that is so funny. <laughs> there is almost no gravitas to this Batman. No. It feels like a very beginner Batman. And I, and I enjoyed that. So because the movie was so long, I kept finding myself distracted with certain things that I would make me laugh and I couldn't let go of for the whole movie. So it's like, it's like Batman. It's like when you do that with your makeup and you're wearing a mask and you take it off. It doesn't look too cool when you're sitting there looking like you have the crow makeup on. Like he took that cow off and just had like mascara running down his mm -hmm. face. And it just took me back to flashbacks from like nights when we would party to like 4 a.m. And you'd be crawling around on the ground and you'd pass a mirror and be like, oh, shit. Like that's, <laughs> that's what I saw. And then on top of that, I loved the scene where he goes with the backpack like his suits in the backpack and I'm just laughing to myself picturing him with like a little makeup mirror like oh my god I gotta get this eyeshadow on oh god but the penguin's getting away ah like what am I gonna do because he he always had that black and he he definitely had his suit in the backpack and had to go put it on and I just see him with a compact and then that gets me into a full 15 minutes of thinking about what his makeup regimen is I'm like is you are you using <laughs> NYX are you using waterproof like even his waterline was lined too like okay Miss Thing he was taking some time <laughs> on his makeup and I found because the movie was so long like those were the things I was kind of thinking about mm -hmm. and I'm all of you have to now too <laughs> yeah yep I, I, I think yeah it is it is too long and specifically I just I just really feel strongly that they should have like just cut it after Falcone and the Riddler yeah. conversation like it just would have been a great movie and now it's like this movie that's like good but it's, it's good I, it's good it's good mm -hmm. Speaking of him being kind of a normal person and not having any gravitas, one of my favorite bits, and it really was a joke, him trying to use the flying squirrel suit off of the building. Yeah. And he does, <laughs> but then he like runs into a bridge and it's, I've never seen Batman fail so hard, which, you know, it's something we all love from the Iron Man movies is those yeah. scenes of trial and error and him like failing and getting better at it and failing. And then by this, you know, by the end of the movie, he's a good, he's a really good Iron Man. Um, and I like that, like, there's still room for this guy to grow. Like, he can't fly yet. You know, he can't, no. he can't glide yet. Not even a little. It's so bad. <laughs> it's very, very funny. It was just watching Batman Forever the other day. And after um, Nicole Kidman you know, turns on the light and tries to like horn him down. He jumps off the building through the mist down past the bridge and lands directly into his Batmobile where he closes it and goes, Ugh, 
women. And I'm like, women, how did you just get into your Batmobile? You just jumped like 200 stories. Are we not? Okay. Okay, Val. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, somebody oh. said something to me about the end that I don't remember seeing. Um, somebody was shooting themselves up with some kind of green liquid. Was it Batman? Oh, I you don't recall that? that. I didn't Somebody see that, was no. like, oh, I feel like they're laying uh, the footwork for Bane because he was shooting himself up with green, green liquid. And I'm like, Batman? He's like, I actually don't remember who it was, but I know I saw it. I'm like, problems of a three-hour movie. I saw yeah, it, I don't maybe. remember that. No, I'll have to look into that then. I mean, there's definitely like precedent for that in the, in the comics and stuff of like, you know, uh, or in, even in the games of, mm-hmm. of just like people using like the Titan formula and stuff that Bane has. But yeah. like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. About that. I did not notice it in the movie, but anyway, it's good. Not great. The performances are great. The direction is incredible. It should not have been three hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked all the hope stuff. I just wanted him to like learn the lesson of the hope should not have been Batman can be a, like can also rescue people, which is true. But, like, it should have been, like, Batman can do more. I don't know. I really wanted him to go with the, like, yeah. this billionaire can do more than run around in a bad like, suit. I could have saved the goddamn mayor. I could have taken him through that fence. You just had to move the gate. Right. You know? <laughs> He's, like, he has a whole thing about, like, how he wants to do good. And now he's going to do things that lead people to hope. But he just, like, walks. And has them follow him. He's not even like using his <laughs> Batman like, abilities. This way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just like leading them out of the water. Like anyone could with a right it. mind could have walked. Like they didn't even need him. They should have no. just like once he moved. He moved a little thing. That's true. He moved a yeah, thing. The fence. But the, any person could have moved that thing. Like it. It wasn't even a superpower. He didn't even use any gadgets. He just like went over there and lifted a thing off, which mm-hmm. was helpful to the mayor being trapped in the water. Yeah. And I, I I liked Pattinson as, you know, emo edgelord Batman. He was great. Yeah, um, I can't wait to see him grow into the role. I think I think that his talent as an actor was actually covered up in this movie a little bit. I know he's better than what we saw in that. It almost gave me Twilight vibes the way he was oh, emoing sure. around. And I was like, no, babe, I know, I know you can do better than this. Okay, it's not this is what they told you to do. And I just want to see it grow because this could, you know, very well turn into my favorite Batman franchise. Easily. Sure. They yeah, just it really, it really need could. to work at it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Batman Begins. I honestly didn't. I was like, what is this? How huh. do you everybody I love is in this movie? And I didn't except Katie Holmes. And I didn't like originally what they did with it going back and watching it again after the other two movies came out i like it a little bit more so maybe that'll happen with this but yeah. i don't know see i'm sitting there watching it and i agree with you he's one note but i liked the note i liked yeah. the emo, i liked emo batman it was a I good really note. really did but you're not my dad matt <laughs> <laughs> what i really wanted was and i know i know i'm sorry to harp on it but like i really wanted him to learn that lesson of the Bruce Wayne part of himself. And I wanted the movie to either end or the next movie to begin. It may, and it still may with like him taking on the role of Bruce Wayne and it really being an idea, a separate identity. You know what I mean? Like I like mm-hmm. 
I love the uh, animated series and he's Batman. And then, hey, I'm Bruce Wayne. Like, he's like just like a totally yeah. different guy. Like, he does such a good job with that in, in the animated series. And I was really hoping that like, the 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 thing is like they always say that the Bruce Wayne part of him is is the facade, is the mask. Yeah, yeah. I think Bale does it really well. I agree completely. And but I, w- what I really want to see from this Pattinson is that duality, and like, and maybe even struggling to to be to be that duality because he mm-hmm. doesn't he isn't naturally uh, Bruce Wayne. He's naturally Batman, and I want to see him struggle to try to become that in the next movie. I love that. And like yeah. Alfred helping him and being like, mm-hmm. you got to be Bruce Wayne for your parents' legacy. Oh, wait, that was already done. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, That's I like not Andrew Circus. I oh, like Andrew Circus a lot. Um, me too. He was great. I w- expected more for him. I didn't, you know, when they're like, oh, we're going to kidnap and kill Alfred. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Again. Well, he doesn't, he yeah. doesn't die. No, Which I, I was I was really worried he was going to die. Oh, I was I like, got oh. worried too. I was like, I, damn, I was, we're going to have was, to find a new Alfred already. <laughs> it was really sad when I thought he might die. I thought he was dead. It seemed like they had actually killed him off for a second. Um, and then, uh, but but I love the scene in the bed. Like, there's something really yeah. really touching when he's when he tells him, you know, uh, tells him that he's someone that he cares for. I I, I mm-hmm. never could go through that again. Uh, I never could. Lo- I never want to lose someone I care for like that again. And then they just touch hands. Like, oh. It was really, really nice. It was yeah. very, very male. Like we can't really say our full feelings, but I'm saying them. But I'm not saying I'm not saying them about you. I'm just saying that like I couldn't go through that thing again. That I'm pointing to this situation is similar. But I'm not going to say it out loud. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it too. They were great. Yeah, they were great. There, yeah. I, I give it like you know if it's one out of. One out of five, five being the best, one being the worst. I give it like a solid 3.7. Yeah, I would be in a similar area. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like like high, high threes. I can't wait to watch it at home when it comes back out or when it comes out on HBO Go to really be able to focus. Because I messed up. Mm -hmm. I got the 4DX and like the car chase scene and things like that. (laughs) And and now I love, you know, I'm an action junkie. I love those Mm -hmm. scenes. But like. You're not creating tension, making me think that Batman's going to die in this car chase. I don't think that Batman's going to die. Why are you wasting time with this? (laughs) Well, they did do a good thing with that scene where they they put that in the trailer. Him jumping through the flames was in the trailer. So that's not even the goal of that. It was just the goal of like freaking the penguin out, which I I don't know. I liked Colin Farrell's penguin a lot. Oh, yeah. He was great. The the performances were great. But was that... uh, So we were watching. I remember like... I, I nudged Ken and I leaned over and I was like, is that a Catwoman for you? And, you know, he doesn't answer me. He just rolls his eyes. And then I lean back and I'm like, oh, and <laughs> Penguin, I didn't get anything that would have made you could have named that character any character name. Mm-hmm. That was not very Penguin. You're call, you know, you're calling him Oz. We're being real cool with him. Why is he the Penguin? I'm getting a TV <laughs> show to tell me why. Thank you. I shouldn't need that. Right. I hear you. I hear you. I, I, I guess I bought it. I, I've just recently watched all of Gotham, you know, that show. Okay. And it's sort of similar. There, There is a little more of the, like, umbrella. Was, does he tails. have an umbrella? There's some yep. things that you can't take away from them. But he doesn't always <laughs> have the umbrella. The, the, no. the Gotham is all about, like, sort just of once. A proto whatever. Like, they become the characters throughout the series. And um, 
yeah, Penguin on that show is really is really good. But he's basically just like a mobster guy, and, and not even that at the beginning. He sort of becomes a mobster guy as the as the series goes on, and then be, sort of gets more power and stuff. But he's always kind of just this sneaky. Uh, but he he has a limp, which is why they call him the Penguin because he has this sort of like how's he, he sort of waddles around. Oh, um, okay. And so That's it's like a, it's a nice way to give him like a little bit of a penguin esque thing, and he has a like a kind of whatever like a a face that's sort of shaped bird like, sort of angular features, and and a limp, and then they're like, look at the penguin over there, you know. So it, yeah. it's, it's like an insult they gave him, and it sort of like becomes who he's recognized his nickname. As. Yeah. Okay. You see, I I didn't get that from any of this. Yeah, Colin. For, I don't I don't get that yet either. Why do they call him the yeah, penguin? Just, I don't even remember. Just not into it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mind it. I guess I, I guess because of my experience with the Gotham one, I was just kind of like, oh yeah, the penguin is just a mobster guy. Is fine. That's fine. I don't. Yeah, know. it's fine. But they didn't give him a good. Uh, they didn't give him a good reason to call him the penguin. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get that in the show if that comes through and exists. I, I think that's they were moving forward with a couple different DC things from this, and they scrapped all of them except that one. So. Oh, did they scrap the others except they for that one? They scrapped the PD one. GCPD. Yeah. They also had an Arkham show they were planning. So I think they scrapped the PD one to do the Arkham one. Okay. And then there's also a Penguin one? Yeah. Okay, so maybe they're doing Arkham and Penguin. And Penguin. I wonder if Arkham will have the two the two from the end. Paul Dano, I followed his acting career. I think he's great. He's one of mm-hmm. those, you know, indie film. He's very picky with his roles. So I'd be interested to see if he's doing these television series or if not to say he's kind of selling out because it's not selling out to be in, you know, anybody would do it. But sure. I, if he's involved, I expect a higher level because he crushed like he was a great Riddler. He was mm-hmm. scary. He was more of a Jeffrey Dahmer than a Riddler. But I mean, that was fine. I really liked what he was doing. Um, I would like to see that more of him in, in a television show or, or whatever, but I expect a certain level from it if he's in it, I guess. Yeah, same. And I, honestly, this whole movie, I expected a certain level of quality uh, from from because of Paul Dano and because of Andy Serkis and mm-hmm. some great people in here. Um, and uh, it, it, it delivered on most of it. I just feel I, f- I really feel like. They just felt like they had to do the big superhero ending, and they just didn't. It could have been just a small story. Like, Mm -hmm. they could have saved a ton of the budget. They could have just done the small story about the Batman and the Riddler. Two movies, even. You could have done that in two movies, and it would have been great. Like, I don't want, like, it it really did feel like homework. Like, I feel like I missed things that, and there are things, uh, that I I just want to pay attention more to in three hours mm-hmm. you just can't do it. If we weren't weren't have been in the four DX, Ken would have fell asleep because at one point it was the car chase thing. I see Ken fly forward when I realized he has fallen asleep, but the chair's activated. So I had to literally put my hand up and pull him back to the chair. And I was like, okay, well I'm going to keep my hand on you this entire time now because I'm not trusting that you're not going to get whiplash. <laughs> Or just like fall, get thrown yeah. out of the chair. In or something. His, in his defense, it wasn't the movie he's been working. Uh, this will be his third week working straight, and he was tired. Oh man, it was well, very it, yeah. Yeah, if but, you're falling asleep in a 40x theater, you're pr- in a 40x seat. Yeah. You're probably not in in a very awake no, place. So he said, if it wasn't for that, I would he would have missed the whole movie. Golly, <laughs> so that's funny. Yeah. How does his what was his reaction? I think you surprised him with 40x, didn't you? I did. He was not thrilled. Um, oh. But I forgot how much I hated it, too. Because oh, okay. <laughs> the last thing we saw was Rise of Skywalker. And that was when we had ordered 
So I don't know if anybody has this experience, but the bars in movie theaters are terrible. None of those people are bartenders. They don't know what they're doing. So I ordered uh, a ginger mule, you know. Oh, no, no, no. A Jack and ginger ale. Not Jack. I'm sorry. Wrong boys. A Jameson and ginger. Getting Mm -hmm. it in there. This guy gave us a can of ginger ale and an entire solo cup filled with Jameson. (laughs) We were hammered by the end of that movie yeah. a whole <laughs> so solo cup he came like, back oh, like, and well, like a like, red solo cup red solo cup oh, oh there it was Lord. clear it was clear so it was even worse so i had this i was like what i guess in their mind i'm supposed to sip the, the ginger ale and then sip the uh the jameson and go, but now we're shaking everywhere so we have to get that cup a halfway down pretty quickly because i got two freaking 13 year olds sitting next to us that's amazing yeah Speaking of 13-year-olds sitting next to you, I sat, I was on a plane yesterday, and I, we're, me and Jay Scotty are about to cover uh, The Boys Diabolical, the new cartoon cool. show, which I think you might like. It's animated, but it's really dark. Really Maybe. dark. Um, that's the thing, though. It got really dark. It's really sexual, really violent. <laughs> and I'm on this plane with, like, two, like, 12-year-olds or 13-year-olds sitting next to me, and I'm, like, oh, no. covering my screen. I, have, I had <laughs> headphones on, but I'm, like, covering my screen because there's just, like superheroes having sex and superheroes destroying each other and like just body parts everywhere. And I'm just like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to just cup the screen here and not show you children this show that's very dark, but it's a cartoon. So you'll be like, Ooh, what's that? Oh, what's that? It also was just an embarrassing thing to be watching, honestly, like especially the (laughs) the cartoon. There was a really pretty intense cartoon sex scene in it. And I was just like, this was not a good thing for the plane. This was not a good call. (laughs) I always watch whatever people around me are watching just to see what's going on. And like, I've had a couple of times where I'm like, Oh no, I'm just going (laughs) to cover this. This is embarrassing. I'm like, they put it on their movie thing. Oh, yeah. This was definitely me on my phone. But still, yeah, like, I get it. Whatever. They need to learn sometime. (laughs) It was literally the only thing I had done on my phone, so I, like, had no other options but to sit there in silence. So I was like, oh, man, I guess I'll finish this. We're finally going to get the, like, intense superhero orgy scene in The Boys Season 3. Oh, really? I've been hearing a lot of things about it for a while. (sighs) That's funny. I'm yeah. excited about the boys season three. There's I am a new, too. There's a new trailer for it. I don't know if you've really? seen it. Really, my boyfriend's yeah. in it. Uh, Jensen Ackles is going to be their oh, Captain nice. America from Supernatural. Yeah, were you a big Supernatural fan? Ken and I are are together because of Supernatural. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I remember that now. I remember you watching this finale when it came I can't out. say that it stayed good through the entire thing, but because uh, I mean it was like 20 seasons or something. But I right. have brand brand loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick through it, baby. That's right. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. Well, I, I'm excited about uh, that season and the, the cartoon version was good. I'm, I'm going to try to do something for the Panda Vision where we cover the, uh, the trailer maybe or something. Okay. Um, uh, I was going to just do it with Jay Scotty, but I'll let you know if we, if it's time you can do or whatever. Cool yeah. To have you on. Um, all right, cool guys. Well, we will talk to you soon. Uh, that's about all from us. We'll be back uh, very, very soon, very shortly. I think Jeff's going to be up uh, hopping on this week for a couple commissioned episodes because we've been trying to been we've been doing trying to do commissioned episodes, but Jeff has been uh, very busy with life stuff and hasn't been able to hop on. So saving the commissions for when he can be here. Um, so we'll get those uh, very soon. Peace. I am vengeance. Until next time, vengeance. You're so much better at it than ever. Ah, just a dude. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. 
Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.